0: welcome to the maverick mindset podcast a podcast that will explore the stories of people who have chosen to take life into their own hands in their own way and define what success means for them be prepared to be inspired motivated and maybe even learn something new my name is romeo santos and i'll be your host this is the maverick mindset podcast let's go all right Jeanette, welcome to the show um i'm super super excited to have you on the show excuse me um I think our audience is going to get so much out of this. You are an absolute rock star uh, in the industry. I have been fortunate enough to know you for, I think, three or four years now personally, and yep. even more fortunate to do a couple of transactions with you. And, and it's just been a total joy. So thank you so much for being on the show. Sure. Thanks for having me. Of course. All right. Mm-hmm. So I always like to start out um, letting uh, our guests tell us a little bit about who they are as a person as we kind of get into it. So. Tell us who's Jeanette Hitchcock as the person, not even just the real estate agent.
1: Well, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, sister. Um, I mean, I have uh, I have two boys. They are 20 and 14, and um, just so happens I had 11, 14 year olds at my house last night. Um, oh, wow. We have like the uh, gathering house, um, but yeah. Aside from real estate, you know, mainly mom and wife.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And uh boy mom. Yep. Thankfully. Yep. I I can see that. I can see that. I'm I'm yep. I'm a girl dad. And 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 I tell my wife jokingly all the time, I'm like, they're very lucky they came out as girls because they would get spanked a lot otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: My boys are awesome. they're they're great kids.
0: So. awesome, awesome. Okay. So um what first got you into real estate? Mm. Uh
1: so my husband um owned mortgage companies. Um, and he always said, you know, you'd be a great real estate agent. No, no, no. For years. Um, and then I just decided to just try it and here I am.
0: <laughs> okay. And how many years ago was that?
1: Uh, this was in 2013,
0: 2013. Okay. All right. So, 2013, the market was kind of getting back to normal a little bit. It was certainly still in a recovery mode. Um, you know, walk us through your journey in real estate a little bit. Like, what did it look like when you first got started? Where did you get started? Um, what areas did you work and such?
1: Well, it looked terrible when I first started. (laughs) Yeah, I started at, um, Remax Advantage, um, on a team and that, wasn't for me. Um, I wasn't really selling much uh, in the beginning. Um, and then about six months in, I switched to the brokerage i at now and things took off. Um, so I just am a single agent, um, no team. Teams not for me. Um, and, you know, I, I, I mainly stay in Carroll County. Um, you know, if I occasionally leave the county, um, it's for someone that I know. Um, but I try to just stay right in Carroll
0: County and that's what works for me. So you've just gone super deep and, and, and everybody listening, like she says she's a solo agent, but let me be clear. Um, in 2021, she closed over $31 million in volume. So she's like a team in, in one human body. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 who happens to be my husband, um, He got his license, I want to say like three or four years ago, I was just getting uh, just inundated I couldn't couldn't keep up couldn't do it all. Um, So he does, you know. Signs and pictures and flyers while I handle, you know, all the contracts, all the paperwork um, and all the daily communication with um, my clients. So,
0: yeah. And, and I can vouch for that yeah. working with her, like everything comes um, from Jeanette. And, uh, and I remember it was impressive because, you know, I, I don't know if you do this or not, but I always look up the agent on the other side just to kind of see. And when I first saw, and I was like, gosh, she, she's killing it over there. I'm just, always, I'm just curious. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but I'm always curious. We all do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> right, Right. Right. For sure. For sure. Well, part of it is like, do I have to carry this transaction or is the person on the other side that they know what they're doing? Right. Okay. I do it. Yep. So, so tell us, tell us about your life um, before real estate.
1: um, Well, I, I bartended forever. Um, I started when I was like 20 um, and I actually bartended right up until I got my license. Um, And, you know, it just, I think with, um, you know, getting to know people and knowing how to talk to people. Um and you know, I I I actually loved it. If I didn't if I didn't get my real estate license, I'd probably still be bartending because I I really liked it. Um but yeah, that's that's what I did before. Just, you know, uh work days because I had the boys and um made decent money, but you know, um it was just something that was convenient and I was good at
0: it. So Okay, awesome. What is it about real estate that you love or keeps you going?
1: Um, I just love, you know, um, meeting new people. Um, I love seeing the houses. Um, I love marketing the houses. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I wake up every morning, I want to work. So, and I, I do have, a, believe it or not, I have a lot of free time, which I, take
0: full advantage of it. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. So and and let let us break it down for the audience a little bit. So 30 31 million dollars but but it's not like you're you're selling $2 million homes for every house, right? I mean, you're selling a lot of homes in addition to that. How many homes did you sell last year? Ooh. I,
1: you might have to have that number. I don't know. I, I think it was 70 I can something?
0: I can I can, I, I can tell you. I can tell 75. Yeah. Yeah. 75 I mean, houses.
1: Median price point in Carroll County is, well, it, it was like 350, dollars So yeah, yeah.
0: A, a lot. yep Yeah. Your, your average sales price, because you're an overachiever, you were 402000 was your average sales price last year. Okay. Yeah. And, and also, everybody, granted, the market has been great, but she's also a great agent. 103% of list price to sold price is what you did. So you were working overtime for your clients. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. What frustrates you about our industry?
1: Oh, I'll tell you there, there's nothing more frustrating than a messy contract. I, um, I, I hate a messy contract. I mean, I just feel like there just needs to be more classes on how to write a contract. I mean um, you wouldn't believe the the stuff that comes through my email and then I'm yeah. fixed babysitting and um, you know, it's, it's definitely a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. The, the, the training in general, I mean, our barrier to entry is pretty low, right? 60 hours. And yeah. then, You can go help somebody sell their house or buy a house. Yeah.
1: Right. Really. It's, it's more about getting out there and learning, you know, about the houses and about the, the contracts, you know, stuff, real estate school
0: does not teach you. Yeah. I always tell people that real estate, uh, the real estate classes are just to help keep you out of real estate jail. And then people go, there's real estate jail. And I said, no, there's not really real estate jail, but, (laughs) but
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's true. For sure. You got to just get out there, you know?
0: yeah for sure so when you were getting started early on was there a mentor or did you just get out there and trial by fire
1: I did have a couple mentors once I moved to Remax Solutions I had an agent that kind of guided me through my first three or four transactions and, and after that I mean you know my, my broker is one of my closest friends um he is always available for anything that I ever need and we all still have questions every day you know mm-hmm. um and so he's always just been, been my go-to guy. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely had someone next to me, you know, doing inspections, writing, helping me write the contract, um, showing me you know, what to do with forms and, you know, all stuff that again, you're not taught in real estate yeah, school.
0: <laughs> for sure. No, I, I totally understand that. Um, well, I mean, I think we've established pretty well that you're, you're, you're a badass and, 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 certainly top 1%, right? Um, individual producer, what do you think drives your success?
1: People always say that I'm responsive. Um, I mean, I, I don't like to hold people off. Um, I know I went to Disney with my younger son, um, at the end of May and I got a couple calls and while I was at Disney and, you know, I didn't know the numbers I answered. And, you know, when I did schedule the appointment and go meet with them, they were like, you answered your phone while you were in Disney World. And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's just part of the job. I mean, I miss missed
0: phone calls or missed opportunities. So, OK, so always taking advantage of every opportunity. How's, how do has that ever had a negative impact family wise? You know, I don't I don't let it um,
1: if, you know, it gets to be too late or, or whatever and I can just respond the next day. I do. Um, but if it's just a quick text back and, you know, people are, it's the biggest decision of, of, you know, financial decision of, of someone's life buying and selling. So, you know, if, if they need me, I just make myself as available as I can.
0: Awesome. How do you, um, what's your silver (laughs) bullet or, or, or is there a silver bullet? How do you find 75 people that want to work with you in one year?
1: (laughs) And honestly, I don't, I don't no leads, um, no, no Zillow, no realtor, absolutely no lead systems at all. Um, I work off of referrals, and um, you know, honestly, social media is huge for me. I, I just got to the point where you know, you're if you're consistent with it, and you know, you stay in people's spaces. I'm the first person that comes to their mind when they want to buy or sell, and they reach out. I mean, I'm selling people's houses, um, you know, parents of of people I went to high school with that I haven't talked to in 25 years. Um, yeah. because see me on social media.
0: So right social- and know that you're killing it. And 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 again, I mean you've gone super, super deep in, in a very specific geographical area, you know. I mean, I'm in Annapolis and we've done deals together out in your area. So clearly I'm yeah. a little bit different because my business is primarily sphere. And it sounds yeah. like kind of the same for you. Do you have some sort of system that you use? Do you have any any tools that you use to make sure that you kind of consistently talk to people? Or is this just been a matter of 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 really it sounds like people being drawn to you.
1: I just do it. I, no, I don't have any any systems like that. I mean, I like to send out you know handwritten cards here and there, um, or you know pop by with a candle or you know something to that effect. Um, I like the pop buys a lot, so I'll put together you know a little package, cheap, cute, whatever. Um, but no, it's all me. I
0: and just, those pop buys are those for like past clients, like that you've just helped yeah. buy or sell, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that no, goes a long I, way.
1: Yeah, it does, and I mean, I do about—I mean, I would say I do like seven listings. So, um, you know, the pop buys are not—not not even that many. I can make them like really nice pop buys because it's not that many buyers. I do mainly sellers,
0: so right, yep. yeah, and 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 those sellers primarily are come list to me, if you would, like they're they're calling you, they're responding to social media, they're seeing because you, you're you do a great job with your marketing for sure, like i think i comment on almost every house that you post that this is coming or that's coming because like they're beautiful they have and and also i mean your setting is beautiful out in, in in the county that you're in i mean you've got all this green and and these big sprawling homes i mean i i certainly love watching when you've got a new video going through but you don't do even anything like crazy it's not like you have a videographer that's like walking through with you and you're touring the house it's just you keep it simple right kiss keep it simple stupid and, and people respond that's,
1: that's what works I, I mean i find if i if i take a picture of some pretty tile in a bathroom or something and i post that i get more responses than i do from like a one minute video where people have to sit down and watch it i'm not post a video i've done them um but you know i don't know i get more responses when it's just something
0: stupid and simple um okay what works what uh, what tools do you use in your business you have CRM uh, any other kind of like um, time management tools I mean because you said that you're doing that many deals but that you also have quite a bit of free time
1: I mean I, I do have a website and it, it does you know capture people honestly I, I, I don't utilize it that much because I get so many people off of social I mean social media um, when you Google me, um, you know, agent in Carroll County, I- I'm definitely going to pop up. They're going to go on Zillow. They're going to read reviews. I-, I definitely get a lot of random calls from people just reading reviews off of Zillow. Um, as far as, you know, having a, a good amount of free time, it- it's because I'm, a- I'm a listing agent. So, you know, right. while it's a lot of like, patient on the phone, email, text, whatever. Um, I'm not really running around too much, you know, showing houses because I, I mainly do listings. That's just kind of my forte at this point.
0: Right, right. And, and you know, speaking of listings, we're going into a shifting market. We're, well, we're in a shifting market, right? I mean, yesterday, interest rates hit 6.3 nationally as an average, um, which is high. And I, and I did a post actually, funny enough, yesterday. And I had so many people say, oh, that's nothing. When I bought my house in the 80s, it was, it was you know, 13%. And I said, and so I did, I, I did another like response. Do you know what the median sales price was in 19, in the 1980s? I know. 75,000 or something. <laughs> $42,700. Yeah. It's yeah. now $450,000. <laughs> yeah.
1: When you're talking about a, a 2% rate hike on an $800,000 house, you know, the buying power is, is definitely
0: decreased recently. It's that that's over a thousand dollars a month, $12,000 a year. Yep. On eight hundred thousand. It's actually closer to two thousand a month because on our on our median sales price in Arundel County at four fifty, the difference between three point two five and six point two five is about seven hundred dollars. Just principal interest tax and insurance. Right. I know. Yeah. Right. Crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Um what what drives you? I mean, that's a lot of business, right? Like what what drives you to to and, and it sounds like you're not working crazy hard, but what drives you to keep increasing your business? Cause you didn't start out of the gate at seventy-five transactions a year.
1: No, oh, no. Um, you know, I, I just take pride in 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 getting things to the finish line. I mean, I just um getting to settlement day, especially after a difficult one, um, is just there's just like a rush about it. I don't know. I, you know, I I we're a, we're a quote, one income family at this point, but very comfortably living. Um, So, you know, it's not it's not just money. I mean, it's about, you know, again, meeting all these new people, seeing all these houses um, and, you know, getting it to the finish line.
0: It sounds like you're a big relationship person. Yes, definitely. Would you say that once somebody works with you that like they're in the fold they're pretty much part of your family at that point you you stay in contact yeah. pretty well
1: oh yeah I've made so many friends over the years that just I randomly met or was referred to and then they want me to sell their mom's house and their dad's house and their sister's house and um yeah I mean I definitely have um formed a lot of relationships personal ones even after the 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 sale ends.
0: yeah Probably a skill that you that you already referenced, but you built a lot early on bartending.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to put on a happy face and talk to everybody every day.
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah, I used to do it. I mean, it it it's funny. (laughs) People joke all the time, and they're like, "Oh, all the bartenders and servers are going to be, you know, real estate agents or mortgage brokers now." But it it really does poise you from the relationship standpoint of of I think really servicing needs and and being there for people and. The same thing, responsive, right? I mean, I I get a lot of conversations with some agents. They go, oh, five o'clock, I turn my phone off. And I go, and I get that. Yet, I guess kind of something built inside of me. Like, you know, I'm used to working, you know, 12 hour shifts, so, and and to be able to do it from home and from my text, no big deal, right? Yeah, or or even an email.
1: Yeah, no, no. I always say, you know, if I'm awake, uh, I'm likely to respond. Yeah. I think it's
0: like that. If I'm awake, I'm likely to respond. Awesome. Yeah. Um, What's the biggest challenge that you have in your business?
1: When, uh, probably when I go on vacation, it's hard to have someone to cover for me. Um, Because everything's so personal with my people. Um, So that's that's probably that's probably the biggest challenge is when I do want to take a break. You know, because it's just me and my husband and we're likely on vacation together, um, I still have to be kind of on.
0: Sure. That makes perfect sense. And What are, what are some things that maybe you do outside of just work, but like personal development, any growth, any secrets you have there to kind of keep your spirit so high?
1: Uh, I mean, we, you know, we put a pool in a couple of years ago. I love to just, you know, lay down there and read a book when I can. Um, I like to go to the gym. Um, you know, I, I, I take myself out to lunch frequently. (laughs) Like I go to restaurants by myself and reason why I'm by myself I don't want people to feel sorry for me um (laughs) uh, you know I, I I like that time by myself I like to you know get my hair done get my nails done I mean I definitely set aside time to to do stuff and with my kids too with my family
0: so yeah awesome awesome where do you see your business going what 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 kind of vision do you have for your business as it continues to move forward
1: you know, honestly, I get that question, but I'm just happy trucking along where I am. I mean, if I can stay steady at, you know, and I don't even have to do, you know, volume that, that I do, um, if I can just stay steady where I am, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy for now. I'm not looking to make any major changes at all, even in the future.
0: Yeah, um, for sure. Well, I, I, I can understand that contentment yeah. is nice. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, all right. So let's shift gears a little bit, the market, right. Let's bring some value to our listeners. Um, what are you seeing in the market this year? You
1: know, it's, it's been so volatile, I guess if that's a good word. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's been almost impossible to get a contingency accepted. If you have a house to sell, um, I, I really hope that will change because, you know, these people are feeling very defeated. Um, It changes every day. I mean, you know, two weeks ago, I put a house on the market. I got, and it was a high priced house. I got five offers on it um, in three days. Um, And then, you know, I put another house in the same neighborhood on the market two weeks later and I'm not getting the traffic and the offers that I got. So, I mean, it's uh it's a little rough out there
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're certainly starting to see it at least here in Anne Arundel county we we're, we're definitely seeing that you know houses are still selling but um, but they're taking longer and, yep. unless it's just an incredibly crazy hot house in a neighborhood that like everybody wants to be in, uh, which that, that's always right and um, and you know, but what we're seeing and, and are you seeing it out in your market? what we're seeing is Agents that aren't really following the market or paying attention are kind of letting the sellers drive that pricing conversation and, and you're starting to see some kind of artificial price reductions and, and you know, I'm, I'm starting to get some people say, Oh, I'm going to wait and let the prices come down because I hear they're coming down and I'm like, it, it's kind of an artificial coming down. It's not really coming down because they're coming down, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely are seeing, you guys seeing that as well. Yeah, I'm definitely seeing some price reductions. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it, it depends on the price range, but I'm, I'm definitely seeing some of that happening for
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, they, they're saying that mortgage applications are down 40%. So buyers actually have a little bit, I mean, it's not, the ball's not in their court, but it's starting to level out a little bit, I feel like for the buyers.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I've got buyers that are like, eh, you know, we don't like what's going on right now. We're going to wait a little bit. Um then I've got other buyers that are like, you know, we want to take advantage of, you know, we're seeing some price reductions. So let's let's get back out there. Um they're not happy with the rates, uh, but it is what it is at this point, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if you can afford, you can always hope that they go back down, which I think. I think that they ultimately will. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball that works all the time, but most of the time it it works by just kind of tracking historical data. They should go back down. um, And when they'll go back down, who knows? Inflation is pretty crazy right now. I went to the pump the other day and spent 150 bucks just to fill up my gas tank, which I went, oh, wow, that's that's crazy. Because if I do that once a week, I'm paying more than my car payment for gas, crazy.
1: And, you know, groceries and groceries are up too. Um, yeah, things are things are definitely inflated. So these, these people are feeling, you know, if they're trying to buy a house, but then they got to pay for gas and and, you know, pay for groceries and everything's so high right now. They're they're feeling that pain.
0: Yeah. For any buyers that are out there that are like on the fence, what advice would you have for them? You know,
1: I, I just tell my buyers, I'm like, you know, if, if you need to buy a house right now, then you need to just do it, but, you know, be smart about the price range. If you're qualified for, you know, 600, maybe take it down to 450. And then, you know, if you have a higher rate, watch the rates and then refinance when you can. Um, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of the best advice that, that I can give them right now, because we don't know what's happening daily.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, I, I always like to say to a, to a buyer, go, listen, if you talk to somebody that's 80 years old right now, and you get in the car and you drove down the road in their neighborhood that they grew up, I don't think there's any house or building that you could point to and they would say, I'm really glad I never bought that one. You're a hundred percent, yes. <laughs> right, I mean, prices are gonna continue to increase. Right. It's gonna slow, right? I mean, it's, and, and it's got to slow. Thank goodness right. it's slowing. I don't know how much longer we could have handled 18 plus percent appreciation year over year. You know, I mean, buyers were getting killed and you're right, even sellers, they got to buy something, they got to move somewhere, but they can't, you know, it, it was it was getting crazy. Were, were you feeling, how did you feel being a predominant listing agent? Like, how did you manage the expectations? And because you seem like a very fair person, like a win-win person. How did you kind of try to manage expectations for your sellers along that line of like, yes, you can take advantage, but also we kind of have to be fair.
1: So I always just advise them to list where the, where you should be listed and let the market do its job. Um, and yes. it always did, um, you know, obviously depending on the condition of the house and the, the area and the buyer pool and all that stuff. But um, I always, I mean, and I can't say I forced them, but I, I made these people list where it needed to be list fairly list and then let the market do its job. And they
0: all yeah. listen. <laughs> awesome. Well, why wouldn't they? You're, you're killing it over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, you know, I, I think for me in this podcast, our goal is to be able to really give some people some tips and some insights. And I think, you know, I, I like to say often that our business is super simple, but it's not easy. Right. And, and what I mean by that is like, the job itself is a simple job. You have to be there and communicate people the hard part is being consistent. It sounds like you've really gotten the consistency part down, which has really driven your business forward. Um, you know, from, from, from last year to the year before, or even two years before that, like what kind of growth have you been seeing year over year through your trajectory in, well, gosh, we're talking about nine years now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Almost nine years. Yep. Um, so I think I, I actually 2020 was my biggest year. Um, okay. during what was happening with the world. Um, I, I want to say I did like 36, 37 wow. million. Yeah. Um, the year before that I was pretty consistently seeing like a seven to $10 million jump, like year by year. Okay. A um, couple years were you know, kind of slow, like four to 5 million. And then um, I think it was even my third or fourth year, I was up to like 10, 12 million. And I just kind of set realistic goals for myself. And um, I wasn't upset that in 2021, I sold 31 million, because that's a lot of volume. Um, so, you know, I just, I just try to be realistic um, with my goals. But, um, you know, last year, I actually went down a little in sales. So
0: yeah, we'll see. About that <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being on our show and sharing with us who you are and what it is that you do to kind of drive your business. Um, I hope that we get to do many, many more deals together because I love working with you. And I hope that everybody listening takes a chapter out of, out of your book and just like know your business, write a nice offer and be, be responsive. Cause I tell you the responsiveness is a challenge. Yeah.
1: Cause like some, you know, you write a crappy offer. That's a good offer. Your offer might not get chosen over a less crappier or a less crappy written offer. And that's just,
0: absolutely.
1: that's just a fact, but yeah, I hope, I hope we get to work together again, too. You're one of my favorites.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate your time so much. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll yeah. talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Sounds good.